Hey everyone, it's me Shimon and welcome to episode 11 of yet another tech podcast. This week, we have Sandeep from Rev Atlas. The whole discussion is pretty awesome. It ranges from MWC to device leaks to balding, torrents, using pen drives in school and even subscribing to PewDiePie. So, hop along the ride, it's going to be awesome. Okay, so for those who don't know you, why don't you just introduce yourself to the people out there? Okay, so introduction, um, I, I, I would say that uh, I'm a content creator, but at the end of the day, perhaps I'm a businessman. I think that's what I would like to call myself now because there's so many different content uh, that I kind of create these days, like photos, videos, both on YouTube and off YouTube. So that kind of blurs the lines between what I do exactly. So at the end of the day, I'm here to make money. So I would say I'm, I'm a businessman at the end of the day. So it's just that I am more related to the media side of things. So uh, probably the most tangible form in which people would have seen me is through the YouTube channel, Rev Atlas. Uh, we do tech reviews primarily. We also are planning and kind of did a few automobile videos in the past and might do in the future. But for now, tech is the main, you know, uh, focus for us. That That is great. Okay, so um, before just talking about NWC and all, which device are you uh, currently using as your daily driver? Daily driver is the Pixel 3 XL. Um, okay. I'm sure you would know why, because the camera <laughs> is just so good, you know. I, I'm literally using Pixel 3 right now. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm sure then you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because regardless of what phone that I go to, what, if, what phone I review, or what phone like I might think of purchasing, at the end of the day, for me, the camera is like the number one priority on a smartphone. Uh, and everything else is like secondary. So I'm sure even you have some issues with the Pixel 3, uh, especially battery life wise. Even the 3 XL is not sufficient for me battery life uh, wise, but I kind of, uh, you know, ignore all those aspects just because the camera is so good. So, so surprisingly, um, like I was keeping a tab of all the problems that Pixel 3 and Pixel 3 XL were facing, yeah. but I'm not facing too many problems per yeah. se. Like the only issue so far I faced is like, uh, while I was in Andaman, mm. I was cli- clicking a portrait mode photo yeah. and, and the <laughs> shutter button just grayed out for like five seconds. That's the only issue I've faced so far. Yeah, actually, actually, I know what you're talking about because for yeah. me, um, now with my son, I kind of go crazy with the portrait mode or any sort of photo because it's very important that you capture like each and every moment. Uh, like there might be like a split second where he's smiling and the next he's crying. So I try and capture that perfect moment and sometimes it just doesn't capture. But then again, I guess it's the buffer, right? It's kind of uh, reaching its limit where it can't capture any more photos without actually processing whatever you have captured so far. But in terms of capturing the right moment, that's another reason why I love the Pixel because it takes photos all the time. And by the time you press the shutter button, there's a very high chance that you actually captured the perfect moment. In any other phone, you uh, you have a very high chance of actually missing out that moment. So the Pixel really works well that way. And yeah, overall problems for me also have been okay. I think uh, this is one, like you said, but other than that, maybe sometimes it's sluggish if you have like loads of apps open in the background. I think they could have just fit, you know, 6 GB of RAM and we would have been fine, but they didn't do that. Yeah, That, have, that actually would have like solved 90% of the issues. Yeah, yeah. So. And, uh, the best part about Pixel I like is like you just shoot and you forget. You don't have to like manage everything. Like okay, I have to set the exposure right and exactly. everything. Exactly. Yeah. Just yeah. click and forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, MWC is really near. It's literally next week, if yeah. I recall correctly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next week. So um, which particular device are you most looking forward to at MWC? At MWC, uh, okay, so I, I don't know if the Samsung announcement happening on 20th can be considered as, as part of MWC. Yeah, might as well just include it because it's yeah. in the MWC phase. <laughs> yeah, correct. So I, I think probably the Galaxy foldable phone, whatever it's going to be called. I, I've heard that it's going to be called the Galaxy Wonder, which is Wonder Winner, Winner. Sorry. Winner, yeah, Winner. Yeah, that, that's like a really lame name. I, I kind of hated the name because for a device that's supposed to be so unique and so forward thinking, uh, it's very... I don't know, self-descriptive. And I imagine it turns out to be a flop. What do they do then? You know? <laughs> well, it's not a winner then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I'm sure the price is going to be through the roof. And mm. the number of people buying a, a device like that, especially in the first generation, are not going to be many, right? I mean, I personally True. might just get it, if I can afford it, that is. Because <laughs> the technology is so advanced, I guess. Uh, mm. This is, of course, without even knowing anything about the phone. 
the S10 has been leaked all over the place. You know every single detail about the S10 series, oh, all yes. three phones. But then this is still kind of a mystery, you know. And if it's kind of like what they showed at the developers conference, then it's a bit less exciting because that uh, had big bezels up front. As, uh, Didn't it look side. like a, a communicator device from Nokia, like N90 or something? No, N90 was a camera, this thing. You mean the E90? Oh, God. Yeah, E90. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, it kind of looked like a communicator device. Yeah, I think it's the form factor, right? I mean, mm. the form factor... I, actually, I, I do have the E90 and the E7 as well. So, it definitely does take you back to those smartphones, you know? And uh, mm. that's. I guess that's why I'm really excited about that. But that overall, I don't know whether... You know, it, it'll be as unique as that because back then you didn't have many other devices which had a foldable form factor with a huge screen on the inside and with a full QWERTY keypad as well. But now I'm, I'm guessing that more manufacturers are going to be bringing foldable phones. Even Huawei is supposed to bring out one and LG also apparently. So although I think the implementations might be different, you know. You know, that, that's the most interesting part. Like there is no certain formula of sorts to create yeah. a foldable display. I yeah, mean, for yeah. foldable smartphones. So everyone is trying anything else. Like the most interesting so far I've found is the Xiaomi device, which like yeah. folds from the both sides. That that looked really nice. And uh, but but I don't understand the exact need for it for it to fold that way instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it just uh, probably makes it one whole display rather than having two displays inside and one on the outside. You know that kind of a thing. But I also didn't see any cameras on that. So. Well, it was a prototype, so they they might have just removed it. Like okay. possibly it's just a you know a reference design or something. But yeah, like you said, that's kind of uh, very interesting that people are going different approaches, and I like that because back in the day, like you said, when the Nokia devices were there, Sony Ericsson and Samsung, uh, a pre-smartphone or pre-touchscreen era, basically, mm-hmm. all these phones had really unique form factors. There was so much innovation going on, especially in terms of the design and the way the phone is built. But nowadays, it's more or less about the, you know, selfie camera or <laughs> notch and stuff like that. Things that I don't really care, you know. At the end of the day, for me, it's it's more about what's tangible rather than, uh, you know, stuff that looks good on paper. So. Correct. Like, if you recall back in the uh, Nokia days, every single phone was unique. There was no series, so, so as to say. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. they had, like, numerical series and all. But True. there was no design similarity. Every single smartphone was yeah, a different yeah. design. I agree, I agree. Like, like even the N90, as you mentioned earlier, N90 was, like, it was a flip phone at the end of the day, but it had a swiveling camera on, on the top. So that allowed you to take really high-resolution selfies because there was no front camera at the time. Mm. You could do vlogs and stuff like that. Then came the N93, which kind of removed the top swivel thing, but the display itself turned in a different kind of way, you know. Mm-hmm. So overall, yeah, like you said, uh, right now, if you kind of look, say, at, uh, you know, the S series, for example, from the S6 all the way to S10, while the bezels have gotten smaller, display has gotten bigger, the hardware has improved, the basic shape remains the same, which kind of is bad and boring, you know. You don't have any sort of surprise like you did back in those days. Correct, correct. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. So, um, just comparing the three smartphones like the S10e, S10 and the S10 Plus, yeah. which one of those do you like, like would be the most, um, most appealing towards the consumers? Uh, I think probably the S10e because uh, judging by how the prices have been going up for most smartphones, especially in the higher end segment. I think a lot of people uh, might not, I mean, at least not many people will be buying the high-end devices, you know. If you can definitely afford it, especially in a country like India, most people would just go for an iPhone. So if <laughs> Samsung is going to price, say, the S10 Plus, the ceramic edition at over 1 lakh, I'm not sure how many people would actually go for it. Yeah, because those who want to um, just just go for a premium smartphone, they just order an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so th- th- those people, uh, uh, I mean, the, the mindset is such that they don't care about the specifications. They don't care about what feature it has. They're like, what's the latest iPhone? What's the top-end model? Uh, what's the color I like? Just order it. That's it. They don't care about anything else. For them, uh, you know, the features and the spec war and stuff, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's only when you come down the lower-end segment or the mid-range is when people care about these things. Yes, correct. 
So this might sound odd, but you know the best thing I like about S10 E is the flat display. <laughs> I don't okay. like the curved display on uh, like S9, S8, S10. I don't like those curved edges. Do, do you like prefer curved screens? Uh, not really. Actually, uh, I I used to prefer it at one point of time, but then I realized it's not because I actually prefer curved screens, but because Samsung generally has the best display on a smartphone. So you know, getting a top of the uh, line smartphone from Samsung meant that you got a curved display. That's about mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. not that I really enjoyed it, especially I noticed in some apps like Instagram, if you're framing, uh, you know, an upload, uh, you kind of miss out the edges. So it has happened to me, especially I think on the S6 Edge, which was the first device I had yeah. with the curved edges, mm-hmm. uh, where I kind of uploaded a photo and then I would see that, oh shit, there's actually something on the left or right side that <laughs> was not supposed to be there. And I didn't <laughs> notice it. And I, I actually saw it on some other phone when I was reviewing it. And I was like, how, how did I miss that out? Then I noticed it's because of the curved edges. You know. Okay. So a, a little quick detour uh, for a while. Are you experiencing any... Um, Terrible compression issues in Instagram these days. No, not that, not that I know of. I mean, it's been the same more or less for a long time. I mean, they, they had a major overhaul, I think, a few years back. Since mm-hmm. then, it's remained more or less the same for me. I mean, obviously, you don't get the full quality. Uh, none of these social media networks do that. But yeah. uh, I've not noticed it come down quite a bit. But I've, I've seen actually your tweets and even a few other people tweeting the same thing. Yeah, like, like even recently, like uh, since the past few weeks, I've seen like even more people have like suddenly tweeting about, started tweeting about it. Like, hey, the compression has gone really bad. Like when um, Instagram stories had just launched, yeah. the quality then was impressive. Oh, okay. And now, so you mean this? This is on the story front, not not on uh, the both both stories and uh, normal okay. posts. Now that you mention it, I think story. <laughs> yeah, I think I do notice it. I mean, yeah. uh, probably it was subconscious, but I think the quality has decreased story wise. But the regular feed uploads, I think it's still the same. I mean, at so least for do me you li- do, uh, do you like specifically um, render out the image at like 1080p or just go with your f- 4k image and all the full thing doesn't really work and it kind of takes up too much storage on the phone but uh, i generally have a 1440p uh, size that's what i exported at 1080p i don't know uh, i just feel that 1440p is a bit better no well i actually was talking about the instagram post like suppose you have a photo which is four uh, four thousand into three thousand pixels right yeah yeah so yeah. do you like specifically uh, downsize it to say 1920 by 1080 uh, so so if, if 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 i've actually shot uh, something using my dslr or some other camera and then i'm getting it onto the phone then yes i do resize it and that's why i meant like i resize it down to 1440p mm-hmm. but if i'm shooting on the phone and i'm editing on the phone and posting on the phone then no i don't make any changes okay. i just export it at the full resolution and upload it at the full resolution which of yeah. course will still get compressed <laughs> I just went down in the rabbit hole and found a conspiracy thread in Reddit okay. where people like <laughs> trying out like, hey, what if happens like um, if the image is natively full resolution or they post it in uh, like 1080p or something 480p and then the conclusion was it doesn't matter. It still gets compressed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, might as well just post the uh, full resolution photo. Yeah. What true. gives? I mean, <laughs> at least you have a higher chance of it becoming, you know, better. With the full resolution. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. But isn't it like counterintuitive? Like Instagram is a photo sharing site first. Yeah. <laughs> they should not include compression. Like I, I guess it's fine for Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, because they're like that's true. That's text true. first. That's, that's a nice Instagram. way to think about it. Because Instagram, I mean, the photo is the center. And I don't think they should be compressing, at least not as much as these other websites. But then again, if you look at the sheer number of photos that people upload every day, I mean, I, I, I know that, you know, if you look at our circle, of people, people <laughs> in the tech, this thing itself, the number of photos we upload is huge. Yes. So, on the larger scale of things, I, I don't know if they have the bandwidth to kind of accommodate, you know, higher resolution or full resolution photos like that. Yes, that's true. Okay, so let's circle back to MWC stuff. So, yeah. are you looking forward to any other smartphones, like other than Samsung? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm always excited and this year particularly seems more exciting compared to the other years of MWC. Uh, I, I would say like, uh, I mean, the last MWC I attended was in 2017. Uh, but even that was kind of dry and a bit boring. And I think 
eighteen was worse. So now when you look at it, two thousand nineteen seems to be pretty good. After a long time, I think we're getting some innovation back, and uh, there are several things that I'm looking forward to. One being the Huawei P series, uh, because the twenty eighteen the P twenty series essentially. Uh, you know, they, they kind of came very close to the Pixel devices in terms of uh, the overall photo, the look and feel. The Mate 20 Pro kind of took it a step ahead and now the gap between the Pixel series and Mate series or the Huawei devices, the flagship devices, is very small. So if they kind of improve their software processing a bit more, I think that uh, possibly, you know, there might be an alternative to the Pixel. So that's one thing I'm looking forward to. And I also see some other teasers happening from uh, brands such as Nubia. I saw that Nubia is bringing out a Flex device. So some some rumors say it's it's actually a smartwatch that flexes around with which has a flexible battery. I'm not sure how true that is, but mm-hmm. if that's true, that's something that's going to be really interesting as well. You remember that uh, Lenovo Flex device, which was like a watch band kind of thing. They showed, showed it off once last year, or was it the year was, before? Was it a concept? I don't know. They just showed it off for like six seconds and then like, okay, okay, let's move on with the show. <laughs> a, a lady was, the, the, the MC was wearing it and then they, they shone the light over her and they, she was talking to someone else. Then they said, okay, let's move on to the next topic. Uh-huh. So it was very... Maybe, maybe it was accidental. Maybe she had a Titan watch and they were like... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe who knows? Yeah. Well, everybody wants to get on the flex train. So yeah, they're, yeah. they're like two hottest stuff in 2019. One yeah. is the 5G. So everybody will be paying 5G tax in 2019. <laughs> like yeah. there'll be uh, the, every device will be higher price because it supports 5G, 5G and 5G, 5G won't be here till 2020 or even beyond that. Yeah, yeah. No, and and, and then I think even uh, the punch hole or the what display cutout that's also going to be a trend this year because. Many people don't want the notch nowadays. Yeah. So I was discussing with Nick in the last episode about uh, notches and hole punch displays. Yeah. What do you prefer, notches or hole punch? I think hole punch for sure because it, it it's less surface area that's occupied by something on the screen, right? And it's also more towards a corner where you know things aren't as important. For example, if you have somewhere in the middle uh, of the video, generally something might be there that's important. Uh, when you're watching a video, for example, but then if it's at the corner, there's very less chance of something being there. Probably a watermark. That's that's probably the only thing that's <laughs> going to get cut out there. And that's still okay, I think. As long as you don't lose out on content, it's still fine. And I think it's, it's also easier to accept it. Like, uh, certain notches are so big that it takes a few days or even weeks to get used to, but the... Cutout is kind of very easy. Well, from day one, you're kind of used to it. So yes, the worst offender of the notch problem is Pixel Three XL. Like, yeah, <laughs> what were they thinking? <laughs> yeah, but then, then again, it's it's back down to the camera itself, right? The camera is so good that regardless of what they do to it, uh, you're fine with it. It's like a mom loving her kid, regardless yeah. of how stupid the kid is or how annoying the kid is. The mom will still love the kid. <laughs> so regardless of what the Pixel is. As long as it takes good photos, I'm okay with it. Or like most people are okay with it. True. So I would call Pixel 3 as the best Android smartphone, but not perfect. Not yeah, perfect at yeah, all. Yeah. No, it's not perfect. It's far from perfect, but I think we just live with it because of the photos. You know, one of the most underappreciated thing about Pixel 3 is the haptic feedback. It's okay. so good. No, I, I have actually just disabled it. The reason what? being that the battery life is horrible with that on. So as it is, I'm getting really bad battery life. I'm having to charge the device like twice a day or thrice a day, in fact. And uh, because of that, if I switch that on, I think uh, I'd have to have a power bank connected at all times. That's interesting. I might as well just try it once for a week, I guess. Because otherwise, I love the haptic feedback. It is is good, yeah. yeah. I just pull up the app drawer and then close it back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> open it again <laughs> it feels yeah. good it's it's nice true 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 so talking about the um, hole punch display do you yeah. do you prefer the hole in the left hand side corner in the middle or the right hand side corner i actually don't care i think but uh, one thing <laughs> i noticed when i use the view 20 for example was mm-hmm. that um, at times when i'm using the phone with two hands i tend to keep the phone on my right hand and swipe or you know do stuff with my left hand so in those cases when i'm swiping down the notification bar i always do it from the upper left corner that's not something that i noticed that i was doing you know on any other device 
and it didn't matter but on this particular phone the issue was that it kind of uh, what do you say smudged the camera each and every time i did that so it took a few days for me to stop doing that so that was the only issue i found with having the camera on the left side you know i i kind of assumed that you know having it on the left side or you know offset to one side would create weird looking selfies but that didn't really happen that was still fine it was just this small thing that i noticed at the end of the day i think perhaps for ocd sake having one in the center would definitely be appreciated but i think uh, most of the implementation so far has been either left or right yeah the right will be the first one would be the s10 yeah yeah but but then again like like i said uh, probably right or left is still better because when you're watching video uh, it's if it's in the middle again there's a higher chance of something being cut out that's important but if it's in the left or right then again it's a corner and should be okay so maybe that's the advantage of having it offset yeah like as compared to notch at least it looks aesthetically pleasing <laughs> yeah yeah definitely so uh, did you just see the uh, leaks of Xiaomi Mi 9 Yeah I did I did I actually saw the uh, latest post also where they showed the new iridescent color mm. and that looks really good I mean the color looks good I I quite like that now the manufacturers are going back to you know wonderful colors back in the day when Nokia was there you had some crazy colors oh, yes. the Lumia 1020s yellow the N9 cyan and uh, red I and mean, all these things look so beautiful and now I'm glad that we are going back so mm. I think Huawei started this trend firstly they brought back blue then now they started the gradient design and now everyone's doing gradient yeah, everybody uh, wants that aurora <laughs> gradient yeah, design which is nice why not i mean why have plain boring black you know i mean yes. it, it was good for a while i i also remember back then um, there was a time where all smartphones were white uh, or silver mm. and then yes. black became like the cool thing so everyone was like i need a black edition there was the n82 black edition there was a n95 hgb which was available only in black n95 regular one didn't have black colors and then black again got boring so then people again went back to white and you know it just keeps happening but now finally we're back to colors i think whatever trend that you see in the smartphone industry especially the ir blaster mm-hmm. that thing was like uh, i'm not sure how much you have used it as a oh, kid oh i used it a lot <laughs> but yeah i still remember you know me and my friends just holding devices together sending some file like 4 mb in size is going it takes like 5 6 minutes at least and then and once you just break the connection you're like oh yes, shit you have to gone, start again it's gone <laughs> and, and that that was the most frustrating part but uh, and i still remember even using it as a remote back then uh, i i remember the first device i tried that with was the nokia 6600 it had a ir port on the left side i think and uh, that kind of uh, you know was fun because i could use it as a remote and i used to do this thing where i used to go to a supermarket uh, and uh, they used to have tvs there so i grew up in bahrain so they used to have this whole electronic section so i go to the supermarket i go to the electronic section parents go do grocery shopping whatever so i go there and there'll be people trying out tvs and stuff you know it's think of it as a chroma or a reliance digital so go to a tv section just switch off tvs there so while the salesman is demonstrating something just switch it off we've all done that <laughs> yeah he he would be like what the heck is happening you know and, and uh, now when i think of it the customer might be like this guy is trying to sell this tv but it's so unreliable that it keeps switching off each and every time how can i ever buy this you know that, that was that was a fun part yeah and now again I, i'm also guilty <laughs> yeah see so i i think we, that's that, that was a fun thing to do when you're kids and now it's coming back on and off again on some smartphones you have it some smartphones you don't have it but i think it should be included in everything I mean how much of space does it actually take you know in the entire thing but you never know <laughs> until yeah. until unless apple adds it there's no <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> yeah. yeah apple have done it with the ir scanner and the funny thing is i actually get a lot of people asking me uh, can the poco f1 infrared sensor be used to control you know tv for example wow. i said it's not meant for that no it's not because the poco f1 doesn't have an ir sensor right so yeah. a lot of people still want it So any time they hear the word infrared they think that oh. that's what is meant to do. So yeah, same yeah. terms but not so same. Yeah. Oh, I I don't know if you saw this also. The other day I I I said that the Samsung M20 it doesn't support 5 gigahertz wireless bands mm-hmm. and uh, one guy started badmouthing me on uh, in the comment section. He's saying like uh, tell me which phone supports 5G in this uh, price range. So I thought he 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 just wrote 5G quickly. 
mm-hmm. and I listed out all the smartphones that uh, kind of support 5 gigahertz wireless networks at the end he's like none of the phones support 5G in the segment I was like oh god I actually understood what you mean now <laughs> I never realized you actually meant 5G as in fifth generation <laughs> oh god <laughs> what I was talking about was totally different so that that's a huge problem you know terms that sound similar or seem similar but mean totally different things so Samsung somehow or the other manages to you know remove some sensors or some basic stuff like you yeah. don't realize like 5 gigahertz is important but like I have like a dual band router at home so yeah. I have like 5 gigahertz 2.4 gigahertz I have on 5 gigahertz everybody else is in 2.4 gigahertz <laughs> so Smart, I, okay. I yeah I get dibs on the high speed internet that's good yeah I mean even for me I, that's the same thing but See, see, at the end of the day, what what I've come to uh, understand is people who buy Samsung devices, especially in the lower end segments, are people uh, generally higher higher up in the age bracket. Mm-hmm. So they don't care about these things, which is fine. But as a reviewer, it's my job to kind of list these things out, right? Correct. If 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 I just remain mum about it, then there'll be people in the comment section saying, "Hey, you didn't mention this." So mm-hmm. either way, you're gonna get kind of <laughs> criticism or negative feedback, but at the end of the day you have to do what you have to do so and that's a major point for some people so I I still remember I think it was the Zenfone Max Pro M1 or one of these other phones I remember four people distinctly saying that they didn't buy this phone because that wasn't there and they really needed it so like you like me if you need high speed internet and you don't have it it kind of sucks so that's definitely a deal breaker for many so it's always worth mentioning it so what's your current internet speed right now the last I checked it was 100 Mbps? I have a gigabit internet here. Oh, Easy. oh. <laughs> yeah, of course, you need 5 gigahertz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how much are you paying for it? Um, it's If you go by per month basis, it's around 7k. But I think uh, if you buy it for 12, 12 months, mm-hmm. you get like 2 months free. But then for me, it's both work and personal, right? So that's why it's still fine. I can justify the cost. But still like 7k for a month, wow. Yeah. But yeah, it's gigabit If then. you also look at... So we also have unlimited cloud storage on Google Drive because we have a corporate account. Oh, so nice. every single clip that we shoot, we uh, back up to the you know cloud. So that's kind of more cost effective for us than having a local NAS or something like that. Because the amount of content, if you know that you know yes. shooting 4K, how much it consumes, it's, oh, it's yes. crazy. Yeah. It's I crazy don't know how MKBHD does it, but uh, his would be even even more off the charts. I guess. He shoots in 8K and then uh, yeah. downsizes it to 4K. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy. Shooting in 8K, I can't, I can't imagine. Oh God, my, my laptop would freeze. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it would show it as a photo instead of a video. Yes, it will be seconds per frame, not frames per second. <laughs> So I shot everything uh, in Andaman. I, I borrowed my friend's GoPro. Yeah. So it is GoPro Hero 7 Black. So I shot okay. everything in 4K 60 FPS. Okay. okay. It was working perfectly fine on my smartphone. Yeah. Like, okay. That's fine. Once I imported the footage on my laptop, then like, oh, this okay. is not working well. <laughs> yeah. And again, I think four pro, I mean, the GoPro doesn't really capture very high bitrate. So that's surprising. But then yeah, 60 FPS. Apart from smartphones, are you excited about any new technology, like new upcoming technology? One thing that really excites me is the ultrasonic fingerprint scanner. Okay. As opposed to optical in-display fingerprint scanner. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, it definitely makes sense because all the current implementations are kind of slow or buggy or not as accurate. Uh, I think that's one thing I really miss on the 6T compared to the OnePlus 6. Because the OnePlus devices before, when they had the ceramic scanners, were quite literally the fastest around. But now with kind of, you know, the in-display one, it's still fast, but, you know, nothing like before. So, yeah. And also the ability, I, I don't know if you saw the new S10 tweets. Apparently the, uh, the screen protector is going to have a cutout. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that. I was about to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, that, that looks so ugly. I, I hope that's not real because that's going to be a pain to use, especially when swiping or something like that. I, I don't know why they've done it that way. I think that was for training purposes, I guess. I'm not sure. If it's really a retail okay. unit like that, that's going to be really bad. Training purposes, so so it's it's like uh, training wheels for kids. No, no, no. Training purposes for the retail guys. Oh, okay. Okay. Because the the photos seem like suppose like Chroma got a a shipment of new S10 devices and they're having a training session. Right, right, right. That's what I thought. That that kind of makes sense, I guess. But 
Okay, let's see what actually happens. I mean, I hope it's is just that, and I hope that they don't actually bundle the screen protector that's that way. And I hope <laughs> that you know we can actually use regular screen protectors because uh, actually, yeah, that that brings me up uh, brings up the point of having the edges also curved because none of the tempered glasses actually work with curved phones, curved screen phones. That is the major downside that I've seen with you know curved edges. Because uh, I've actually had, I think, three screen protectors in the past for certain devices. I bought tempered glass ones. I've had even multiple review units. And they all claim that they work. But it never works. It never works. Each and every single time, uh, there's some gap. And you literally have to press it like you're pressing a keyboard in order to get something done on it. I remember back in the days, those uh, resistive touch screens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of <laughs> like, Just that. like that. Pro- but probably even worse. Because <laughs> this... Physically, you had to move the uh, protector, and then you had to kind of make the input. In wow. the other one, it yeah, you the screen still moved, but yeah. So I was under the impression that uh, ultrasonic in-display fingerprints kind of works over a big area. So I thought like lower one third of the display would be whole area for fingerprint scanning, but apparently it's the same as the optical one. But I think it depends on the surface area of the scanner, right? I, I've seen some examples where they were showcasing. I'm not sure if it was Vivo or some other brand, but yeah, like you said, the lower bottom, one-thirds, the entire mm-hmm. surface area has been used uh, as a fingerprint scanner. I think it was the original Vivo Apex which had the whole... No, no, no. This, this was like recent, like 2019 okay. kind of thing. Okay. But uh, I think it's possible as long as you have the uh, tech underneath to support it. But then, yeah, ultrasonic is definitely better because one... Uh, you know, it's more accurate, it's faster, and two, it, it can even detect through, you know, uh, all these dirt and, you know, if your finger's wet, stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, it's definitely a step ahead, uh, but when we'll see it is the next question. I think the smartphone manufacturers also kind of, uh, similar to car manufacturers, they don't like rolling out everything all at once. Yes. They kind <laughs> of like uh, giving step by step to show that there's something worth upgrading for, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember my previous car, uh, the Octavia I had purchased. Um, I, I, w- in, I mean, the European variant had much more features. You're paying a fraction of the price and, uh, you know, you still got more features and stuff. But uh, when it comes to India, what they do is they remove some of the features and some of the features, they disable it. So mm-hmm. if you have access to the uh, system, the, the diagnostic tool, you can actually enable some of the features. And one of the features was this driver fatigue alert. So they launched a new model a year later and enabled it. So they didn't have to even bring out any new hardware, nothing like that. But they just enabled it from their end out of the factory. So you could even do the same thing on my car, but that just gave them one more term to market. And, you know, they they just kind of drive sales using that method. So many of the features, they enable it later on. So imagine like having... You know, some feature like this on your phone, say there's a display fingerprint scanner, but it's disabled. (laughs) It's kind of like what's happening, you know, with smartphones these days. I think they can possibly bring out something so much better, but they would like to do it like in half yearly cycles. So then more people buy stuff. And yeah, that's the way they sell phones, I guess. Somewhat close to how during the mid refresh cycle of Pixel 2, they yeah. announced, oh, hey, it also has a pixel visual core. Everybody went right, and right, like, right. what? Yeah. It had a unit, visual <laughs> core unit inside the phone itself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I also remember the N95 AGB. It actually had an accelerometer at the time, which was said to be available only on the iPhone, the first original iPhone. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, iPhone has this. It can auto-rotate the display. We were like, oh, wow, that's amazing you know auto rotating <laughs> and and then suddenly uh, the nokia is like we have it too and then there was uh, there was an application um, that kind of made use of it it was i don't remember the name actually so it showcased how the accelerometer works and then later uh, people started building apps that utilized it so it was there it's just that they didn't think people would care about it and when they found out that people do care they're like we also have it <laughs> it was too late till yeah. then yeah. I still remember like asphalt racing games so they included oh hey you can now turn car by <laughs> yeah, tilting yeah. your phone yeah. people went crazy like what it's just How like a possible? real steering wheel <laughs> it's magic <laughs> another quick detour for a while um, are you subscribed to PewDiePie? <laughs> I am <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's a very important question yeah, yeah I am I am but I honestly don't watch much of his content 
I used okay. to like at one point of time. I think uh, four five years back, but okay. not not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, like I was also subscribed way back then, but yeah. it's interesting how he keeps his content fresh and yeah. changes it accordingly, like year after year. I think that's a reason for his success, right? Because he he doesn't stick to one thing; he kind of evolves, experiments. But I also noticed that his uh, subscribers or fans are actually very uh, loyal, very encouraging that way. Generally, when you try new stuff, it's mostly met with criticism or kind of backlash. But his people, they're kind of like always supportive. You know, even if something is bad, they say that okay, this might not be so good, but you can do it this way, or they just blindly accept it. So the best thing is, all those who watch his content and know what he's talking about, it's like mm-hmm. everybody knows the sarcasm behind it, yeah. and those who don't get the sarcasm, they are the ones who like get engra- uh, enraged over the fact, like, hey, you said something this or something that. <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Are you subscribed to T series? No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> very well, very yeah. well. Even I'm not subscribed to T series. Yeah. I don't like their content. Uh, I mean, his songs at the end of the day. I mean. I I generally don't go to YouTube much to watch songs. Uh, yeah. I I I just use some music streaming service. But in the rare occasion also I just search for it. I don't really subscribe to a particular this thing. You know? Maybe in the Sony Music, this T series, there's so many different ones. I I don't know which movie is going to be coming out with which partner. So it doesn't really help. So. Correct. So which uh, music streaming service are you using right now? Uh, currently using Apple Music. And. Uh, I kind of tried a few others, Ghana and all the other ones back then. This was, I think, two years back or so, uh, just when Apple Music launched. And uh, until then, I was someone who kind of preferred to have music files locally stored. So, and then when I tried this, I kind of liked the convenience of it. So I just switched over to it. And ever since that, I've been using Apple Music. Many people have told me to try Spotify, but uh, haven't tried it yet. So, maybe sometime soon. Yeah. After this recording, I will just send you the link to try Spotify. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, the secret way, <laughs> the dark <laughs> way. Because <laughs> okay. I, I like just like you, um, I was the local, just keeping the MP3 files locally on your smartphone kind of guy. Yeah. But then I was enlightened <laughs> and started using Spotify, and yeah. I've never looked past since then. So I've tried like Ghana, Savan, even Geo Music. I think it was also a matter of time, right? Because. Uh, not time, more, more more of data because there was a time where data was really precious, and oh, you couldn't yes. afford to stream stuff, right? So yes, uh, it's the same thing with movies also. I remember back the the, the oldest memory that I have was of me burning DVDs. Oh so, yes, so I uh, torrents. Yeah, let's talk about torrents. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I download torrents, particularly Axo rips. Um, and uh, you know, used to burn them onto DVDs, so we could get like four, maybe five movies, I think, onto DVDs. Mm-hmm. And I used to have this huge pouch with all these movie rips, and we used to have this competition in school about who has the biggest collection of DVDs. So yeah, that was something I was proud proud of. And the funny thing is, after a while, the DVDs really stopped working. So <laughs> no, yes. no, uh, you know, caught on. Then I used to have hard disks with all these movie rips. And then uh, you know there was a time where I was when I was studying film filmmaking I was like uh, this doesn't seem right you know why why are we pirating all this stuff but you know back then you can't really afford stuff you can't yes. really afford to buy each and every film you know DVD or whatever it is so Correct. now all these streaming services are there it makes life so much easier and you know legal also yes totally <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you recall um, a time in your childhood where you could go to the market and they were like. people just selling dvds with like latest movies yeah 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 i i still see it i still see it i mean i i have cousins or like relatives who still buy these things from railway stations or the bus stops so i wow. know this uh, <laughs> this cousin of mine i think it was last year so he bought this dvd of some movie and he's like hey i just got this latest movie latest release and stuff i was like why you can get this online and uh, uh, he's like no this is unreleased and stuff like that. then i showed him the same thing i'm like see it's available for streaming you can just get it he's like oh is it okay he's like anyway just try this i was like uh, i don't have a optical drive i don't have a dvd drive so he's like what about that big computer that you have so he was talking about the <laughs> cpu i said i don't have it on that either so i said no one uses cds or dvds he's like oh okay okay wait then he said he has his laptop so he got his laptop and in that he put the cd in and 
nothing was there it was just a blank disc at the end of the wow. day so oh, yeah he paid like 40 50 bucks for a blank cd but then yeah they had done some printing and some cover and stuff like that so <laughs> remember the time when people used to think like okay if you just drag and drop something to the cd drive it would just come <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i learned it the true. hard way <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. I, i remember having softwares to nero yeah. nero yeah nero yes, and nero. Uh, there was one more Cyber Cyberlink also was there. Oh yes, 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 Cyberlink. Cyberlink yeah, that's good. Cyberlink good. was used as a player also. So back in the days when we used to have DVD readers, DVD yeah. players. <laughs> yeah, I I I remember first I had a CD player, then I got a CD writer, then I got a DVD player and CD writer. Then I I was like, no, I need DVD writer, you know. So I saved up money. I was like, this is really important, and that's mm-hmm. when all burning DVDs started. <laughs> and then pen drive showed up. <laughs> yeah but initially they were really small i mean in terms of the capacity so i the the longest memory i have is uh of owning a pen drive which was 128 mb yeah. i lost my mind yeah. like wow i can keep <laughs> 128 mb in my pocket that's so yeah. awesome <laughs> I, i also had one uh, no i had actually a 32 mb one mm-hmm. and it was uh, written that it's waterproof and shockproof <laughs> So I was blown away. I was like, "This is amazing!" You know, thirty-two MB. I was like, oh. "But I think I put four or five songs in it. That's about it." Yeah. the The main advantage of a USB drive was actually in school. If you wanted to pass something to someone, if it's a yes. CD, is easy to get caught. But if it's a USB drive, you wouldn't. Really. Oh yes. And and some people even they used to kind of tie it around their bags, and uh, teachers wouldn't know what it is. So they're like, what is this? Hey, nothing. Keychain. 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 Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's just a keychain. So that's the major advantage, I think, of having a USB drive. So have you been so hardcore that you brought floppy disks to school? No, no, no. I, I, I'm not that old actually. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, you're definitely older than me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but no, luckily not that old. But yeah, I do remember floppy disks, and I I do remember that the first computer we ever had at home. it did have a floppy drive and a cd drive so yes. yeah and and i was like what do is do you this? vaguely remember the specs by any chance the first computer yes yeah 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 i think so it had 16 mb of ram wow it had a 4 gb hard disk wow yeah it was the pentium 1 the first pentium one and it had a 98 i think on it 98 or yeah no it had a 98 but shortly after that we got uh, windows me 2000 yeah so it was around the year 2000 so right before uh, the this thing we had a windows millennium or me or whatever it's called yeah, millennium so, edition yeah so that was dead slow but but uh, i never used it much then and uh, yeah i think it, towards the end when i started using computers that's when like i was like this this is not going to work <laughs> it was like really, and with the huge CRT monitor oh. and I had that kind of filter that you put you know oh, to yes, prevent that's the typical <laughs> indian yeah. household filter yeah <laughs> luckily my family was not so bad as to put a you know tablecloth or some kind of thing like that over it but the filter was there yeah so for those who don't know what the filter we are talking about is like a you you can say it's like a nd filter but uh, it's not exactly an nd filter it's more of it's like a anti glare filter yeah that that yes, that's what anti glare filter yeah so now what what you have built into your glasses was yes. there in front of your screen so hardcore yeah <laughs> the reason i wear specs is because my eyes have defect right but considering i was tech savvy since birth yeah so everybody used to speculate like oh he has specs because he sits in the front of computer all the time funnily i just got specs and now uh, it's kind of annoying and i hate it What? but the thing is i started wearing it and now when i remove it i'm i'm like i'm going blind you know <laughs> like i'm suddenly seeing everything out of focus and i don't wow. have much power i have it like 0.25 in each eye now so interesting so when i was one and a half years old yeah both of my eyes had a power of 3.75 Wow. Okay. Now it's down to point five and point seven five. So you're like Benjamin Button. Yeah, it's like magic. So people do ask me like, what what was that special diet I took and all? I'm like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I just grew up nothing else. Okay, that's interesting. But that's a good way to go. I, I like instead of going higher on the power, if you're coming down, that's always better. So. Oh, uh, my my power will increase soon <laughs> once i grow older <laughs> yeah yeah i think i don't know no i mean at a certain age is okay it's it's again like balding for me also i i i kind of went bald by the age of 23 that's crazy mm-hmm. 
so if you're going ball by the age of 40 still acceptable but 23 <laughs> is like yeah really early so um any other i like i like where we reached you know from yes. mwc all the way to going ball <laughs> <laughs> that's the diversity of the topics you know yeah, yeah that's why i like informal discussions you can discuss about anything yeah true 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 yeah so are you playing anything um these days on your ps4 <laughs> <laughs> i should be asking you that yeah on my imaginary ps4 yeah right no man i i actually honestly don't game at all now. like i barely find the time to game that's the oh. sad part even having no no i have an rtx 2080 in this mm. but i don't game So wow. it's it's all used for uh editing, you know. You might as well just flex on some people, you know. Like <laughs> I got a RTX 2080, but I yeah. don't game. Humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first world problem. Yeah. First world problems like no time, yeah. No time. <laughs> but for real though, you should try Apex Legends. Yeah, I've been I've been hearing that a lot, but uh finding time time is the one thing that's i'm short on right now yes yeah. and i'm really glad you took out time today <laughs> yeah no no that's it the overlords have blessed me with one hour <laughs> no i i think it's it's also to do with priorities right mm-hmm. so True. when i find time when i'm free i would generally like to catch up on movies or series something like that or spend time with family but then again that's a different time so yes. time family time is something that i definitely keep aside and then other recreational time i generally tend to catch up on movies and series and when that is uh, done then there's no more time left so yeah. and and gaming you, it's not like something you can just start and stop right you need yes. you need to have that sort of a session where you sit sit in kind of play and you know that's it's been long since i had that so that's the main reason so you're not going to sit and play for like 10 minutes and just come out you're going to yeah. sit and play for hours and hours so because now it's not the year of i mean the era of games where you can just pause <laughs> and go do something <laughs> and then come yeah, back yeah yeah but hopefully sometime soon yeah let's see especially i think once my son grows up and he wants to play games oh yes then i can kind of combine both must be exciting no like um did you used to game with your father no actually yeah i i it's good that you brought this up because uh when i was growing up i think maybe same for you also yeah. especially when you installed some games on pc and there was something <laughs> wrong with the pc the pc is spoiled because you installed the game yes. <laughs> that's that's the immediate this thing you shouldn't True. be playing games on computer it gets spoiled that was the kind of uh, household that i grew up in so games same. were kind of frowned upon uh <laughs> they didn't really encourage me to play games or anything so it wasn't until like i uh, graduated wealth i guess that i was able to play freely without any issues up until then is like you should study you should do this movie watching they were still fine with but playing games no not so much but it'll be fun you know playing with your son yeah yeah that would be really fun uh, definitely yeah he would be saying i have a cool dad <laughs> <laughs> so talking about movies and uh, tv shows which uh, tv shows are you watching currently currently uh, i don't know how this is going to sound but i i, I watched this is us it's a very family oriented a uh, tv show but mm-hmm. pretty good writing pretty good acting and stuff like that that's one that i watch then of course grand tour i'm watching that uh then what was the other one there's one more seems interesting so interesting that you forgot the title <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah there's one more but that's about it again like i said uh, it's like earlier if i used to binge watch so many different series uh like say i used to watch like 10 series at one time now it's maybe come down to like two or three that's it so everything has become much lesser in terms of consumption so wow like even i haven't binge watched like 10 series at once <laughs> dude uh, i mean yeah. i think you're at the age where you should be doing that no i don't <laughs> have the time to do that okay. like yeah, still so, like so even then maybe you uh, exceeded that age <laughs> <laughs> yes i did yeah <laughs> i mean there was a time i used to do all that i used to watch like multiple movies a day series a day play games entire day but yeah no it was especially uh, i think for me when i did filmmaking uh, as a degree so that's when i think i reached the peak because i could say that i'm studying right <laughs> by watching films nice. and tv series so. that is great yeah what else do you want yeah technically i was i was studying i mean you do oh, research yes. you do get inspiration from all these things so yeah i think that definitely helps any recent movies that you watched which were like really nice uh, i saw tumbad actually the hindi one 
Uh, it's actually really good. I quite liked it. Uh, it's it reminds me uh, of Guillermo del Toro's movies, the mm-hmm. entire art direction and stuff like that. Um, I I think that's one movie that surprised me. Many people said it's really good, but I didn't expect it to be this good. It kind of felt like a Hollywood movie rather than a Bollywood one, you know. Interesting. I I did hear you know people praising that movie. Yeah, you should you should check it out. I mean, it, it is not exactly horror. Uh, it's kind of like a thr- thriller. Some some scares are there, but it's not really like horror horror. But it's a really good movie in terms of the story and everything. You know, they 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 essentially create a whole world. Uh, a fictional world where you know uh, some things exist, some things don't, stuff like that. So when you manage to kind of transport your audiences to that world and make them believe that it's real, that's when you know that you have a good movie, right? So this is one one of those. I think that's the last notable movie that I liked. So any movie that you're looking forward to? Uh, like Endgame, of course. Oh yes, uh, Endgame. Captain Marvel. Um, other than that, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan, so. whatever movie is coming up with next i'll be excited for it but uh, i don't know what that is and generally he kind of has a hiatus after one movie yes so he takes around 2 years 3 years or something to come up with the next one and actually dunkirk took quite a long time after uh, you know dark knight rises i mean after interstellar but yeah. uh, i was hoping that this time around the gap won't be as much but it seems like it is because so far i've not heard of any announcements happening from his front so that's indeed the issue i guess no, i won't yeah. call it issue but yeah that's <laughs> the waiting period you got to face yeah, yeah yeah did you watch elita battle angel that no. looks pretty interesting i haven't seen that movie released or it's yeah it's released movie? it's it just got released this week okay that's an animated one right yeah like photorealistic one okay 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 yeah yeah i i think i heard a few people talking about it on social networks yeah i didn't check it out yet yeah, it's by james cameron okay the avatar oh. Oh yeah. right right no yes. I dude I know James Cameron yeah. <laughs> I studied filmmaking it is oh, not yes. like you're talking about Bappi Larry that I would know about him <laughs> oh god <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh, yeah actually James Cameron even uh, Avatar was like insane for me uh, at that time when I saw the movie I was really blown away because okay yeah the story is very basic but he managed to create something that's so unique so beautiful you know and that, that was definitely like one thing that i can't forget and another movie of his terminated 2 judgment day oh, was yes. like a huge movie in my childhood also so that's probably the best in the series for me at least yeah same 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 i actually saw judgment day first then i saw t3 then i saw the first one true judgment same. day was still <laughs> the best still the best yeah you, you know he announced that um Avatar will get four more sequels. So Avatar two, three, four, and five. Okay, after the fourth one, there's still four more. No, no, no. Actually, yeah. you only know you already know about the news, right? Like he has yeah. announced four sequels. I thought it's three. So, so what I remember, I I was actually uh, really blown away by Avatar that I used to keep following every single development of it for mm-hmm. several years. So I think it came in two thousand eight, I think, right? So the mm-hmm. initial. Yes. Uh, now schedule was supposed to be like 13 14 15 for it now it's what 21 22 23 something like that yes yes so yes, yes. they keep pushing it every single year further and further and first i remember he said there'll be two movies then three movies then four then again back to three two uh, it's it's all over the place so now at the end of it i just wish that he comes with one movie at least but that's interesting if he can find a good enough storyline that supports all these movies then yeah why not yeah. so let's circle back to um, mwc for a while yeah. like what all devices did we miss out did you check out lg g8 thank you yeah yeah i i i don't know man it it just uh, lg has lost it honestly because i i saw the new one where the display doubles up as a speaker i'm not sure how people will like it Yeah, why? I, I why? don't understand. I don't understand whether that that'll also have an issue when you're actually kind of, um, you know, using the phone. Imagine you're playing song and using the phone. Will it have an issue when you're playing with the display? Because I know that they have the same technology in Sony TVs and even LG TVs, but then you're not touching the uh, TV, right? You're not interacting with the TV, and exactly. the display is much larger. Where you know there is more space for vibration. There's more uh, area for sound to come. But on a smartphone, I don't know how much of a difference it makes. and exactly. lg is trying all these gimmicks and stupid stunts uh, you know they've been doing that ever since the g5 
and all have been failing they they should just go back to the basics and do what they were doing right but they don't seem to understand that yeah correct they're like for every generation they're just trying something or the other for yeah. g5 they went with modularity with yeah. g6 but it's so forgettable then <laughs> g6 was still okay but i think the main issue was the snapdragon 821 which was like previous generation at that time that's yeah. what kind of made it bad mm-hmm. g7 i don't know now now they're saying i mean the v40 and the g7 had triple cameras i think or yes. just the v40 had and now they're again going back to dual cameras i'm not sure what is happening and some reports even say that they're going to have the g8 and the v40 together i mean v50 together at mwc wow. which is yeah. again pointless i don't know so they're going to ruin a lot of things talking about cameras did you see nokia 9 it looks so interesting with five cameras only the cameras actually nothing else looks interesting the cameras because the display is just uh, a regular display i guess not much to talk about there's no notch which is a good thing i guess but yeah but there's the early renders showed that it has a notch and now yeah. it, now it's like it doesn't have a notch which i'm fine with like yeah no i'm fine with having no notch either but uh, there's nothing else apart from the camera but yes the camera uh, as you said is probably the most interesting thing and probably going to be really good i hope so at least because so far whatever implementations we have had from nokia have been okay not mm. great especially if you kind of compare the old nokia and the new so now with the pure pure view branding mm. i hope is really good you know. the worst i have used is nokia 8 the first generation Oh, it was yeah, so bad. Was bad it was yeah. so bad i think i think the software also has a lot to do with it yes, the processing yes. is not really uh, up to the mark so they need to really work on that even Now just bringing the old camera app and just tweaking the processing that itself might be good enough so now it's much better uh, now even hardware wise they have good cameras yeah, yeah, yeah. for the 8.1 7 plus it was very nice the pen uh, the penta lens system is actually powered by light camera you yeah. remember the light camera yeah, the 16 yeah, yeah, the, the l16 yeah yeah mm. it sounded pretty uh, useless in my opinion the 16 lens but at least 5 is fine true but but i think uh, that gave a focal length of around 18 to 300 mm the l16 i think so um, maybe this will have a shorter throw maybe like 24 to 100 something so maybe that's why lesser lenses but if it does actually give somewhat uh, you know the results that you get from the light camera itself it could work well you know because the light camera was actually good in terms of that zoom range mm-hmm. so this also if it's able to do that then yeah that's a good thing maybe not the final solution but definitely a step forward in terms of smartphone cameras so all of these multi camera arrangement always crops up the question for me how do social media apps handle this like which camera do they select to use as the primary one you know uh, like okay, for so uh, it's for the normal wide and telephoto i get it they just use the wide one but yeah. once you have multiple focal lengths how do you no, go no so on? i i think uh, what what's going to happen even in this case is that it's going to use the regular camera i think there will still be a regular camera that captures a regular uh, you know field of view or focal length but at the end of the day if you want to get that full zoom range you will still have to use their own software that is the nokia camera app in order to get the full results and the uh, you know the quality so I don't think I I always tell people don't use any social media app to capture photos with your camera. Use the default camera app and then kind of bring it on to social media apps. That's always the better way. Because uh you know in most phones that's why people when they capture photos with WhatsApp or Instagram or Facebook the quality never seems as good as when you do when you capture it you know directly from the camera. Exactly like that's what I preach as well but some people just want to take photos via the Snapchat camera or the Instagram camera like please guys no yeah yeah i mean snapchat fine because who who's there on snapchat anyway i guess no but, specific people just use but snapchat but other services yeah definitely i would also say just use the other thing but then again yeah those are the kind of people who buy samsung m20 i guess <laughs> shots fired <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay let's switch gears to mirrorless cameras are you interested in mirrorless cameras Yeah yeah of course of course I think they are the way forward I mean DSLRs were great and still are some of them but uh, I think mirrorless clearly has its advantages when it comes to photography and even video so um, I think there will be a time where DSLRs are totally phased out uh, especially you know for the consumers at least but uh, currently I still think that there's a bit of an overlap 
but maybe in a few years time uh, mirrorless cameras will definitely be uh, great and until smartphones can overtake that i think they will remain the primary uh, sort of breadwinner for most people who are into media yeah like currently smartphones have already destroyed the digital cameras yeah i mean i was i was actually seeing a report uh, and a chart today i think uh, bharat from phone arena he had shared it so that that chart kind of showed how there's a huge decline in smartphone sales so in 2003 there were actually uh, almost thrice or twice as many digital cameras sold as there were in 2018 so that's a huge number because considering how you know people's purchasing capacities have increased how you know uh, the internet uh, social media all these things are more prominent now if the cameras are declining so much it just shows that smartphone cameras have become so much more better and more accessible but at the end of the day if you look at it from a creator's point of view i think smartphone cameras have still a long way to go in terms of giving that uh, you know the quality and that uh, sort of adaptability that most dedicated cameras give so correct correct i totally agree did you check out the canon eos rp which is the portable version of eos r i i actually didn't see the camera in detail the specifications none of it i saw the announcement but i generally i'm not a, f- a fan of canon especially not the mirrorless camera so i don't really check them for me mirrorless right now i feel sony is the one who's doing the best yes sony has has had a really good track record of their mirrorless yeah. cameras they didn't do well with their dslrs they only released like one generation i guess for the dslr they did two they did two they had the slr then they had a slt which had a tran- translucent or transparent mirror those kind of things but uh, then again yeah mirrorless is what they really focused on and they got it right it's kind of like sony in smartphones right sony sensors are used in so many phones but when sony uses it in their own phones it turns out to be shit so it's kind of like that so finally when they did it right uh, the mirrorless cameras came out well and they're continuing that i hope they do the same in f- phones also like you know bring out the best quality that they can no that's not, that's not really going to happen yeah. but i really yes. hope so if yeah, they can yeah. leverage their own sensor in their smartphones yeah. that would be great yeah. but unfortunately no did you see the 21 ratio 9 display smartphone that looks absurd yeah 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 that looks crazy it's really really tall but i also like it actually uh, I, i if you notice revetless videos oh yes most of it is is anyway in 21 is 9 yes. so for us uh, i think it's nice the content will fit in right well on that but then again yeah because of the current screen sizes and you know the aspect ratio being even taller than current phones i don't know if it'll actually catch on or whether that'll become the final thing but i did tell this i actually was talking to suraj from tech devoted i think last year and i told him that smartphones will eventually reach 21s to 9 and i told this a few years back also i think because i just saw the trend of it becoming wider and wider and wider mm-hmm. i had a feeling it might reach there and this year again i tweeted to him saying that see is actually happening so we finally have a smartphone after the lg chocolate phone which has uh, <laughs> you know 21s9 aspect ratio and that's kind of crazy you know the prophecy has come true yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i i'll need to kind of use it to know how it is but yeah. yeah yeah like once once you use it then only you can get to know like how good yeah. or bad it is kind of reminds me of the meme you know when iphone 6 came out everybody was yeah, like oh yeah, it's yeah, so tall true. and then they started <laughs> making like iphone 20 iphone 40 which is like a lightsaber yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th- that was kind of what they said right they went back on their own words they said that a display can always be taller but not wider because you can see something that's taller but not wider which actually is stupid i think you can see wider not taller right during know. this all, all of this aspect ratio battle don't you think social media apps fail to adapt quickly like if you see just just take an example of instagram yeah if you post a picture it can't go taller than say uh 3 ratio 4 in aspect yeah, yeah, ratio yeah. Th- there is a limit yes yes yeah. i agree yeah and then in in uh, instagram igtv videos it ca- it's uh, locked to 9 is to 16 What's IGTV? <laughs> yeah. Who watches IGTV? That's why they have they're having to put it on Instagram itself now. <laughs> yeah. So that is locked to nine is to sixteen, and then yeah. on Instagram stories you can use nine is to sixteen, and then one uh, is to two as well. 
so it's, it's just it's just weird yeah <laughs> it's weird and it gets cropped everywhere so the best yeah. thing i've seen is just keep a 16 ratio 9 device with yourself and then use that <laughs> true but how many devices are there with that now maybe the only thing i can think of is the razor phone 2 oh yes that's razor that's phone. about it nothing else has a 16 ratio 9 display at least in 2019 Well, more phones should be having 16 ratio 9. If they have bezel, I'm fine with it. Like the Razer 2. Yeah. Then it's fine. Like the speakers are amazing. Yeah, Razer phone is insane. Speakers. I mean, I haven't tried the second generation, but the first one, the speakers were crazy. I've I've heard that the second is even more so. So that'd be great. Like, do you prefer having high refresh rate screens? Yeah. If if there's an option, definitely. But the huge issue, at least with the Razer phone, is that it takes a huge toll on the battery. the first generation in particular had really bad battery life and it didn't it didn't really depend the funny thing was it didn't depend yeah whether it was at 60 hertz or 90 hertz or 120 but regardless of what you chose the battery life was bad so then better use it at 120 right exactly so, you're like yeah. if the battery is going to drain might as well just use it at 120 hertz but then yeah i hope many more manufacturers bring it out at least if not 120 90 itself is a good place to start same goes for the console gaming in my opinion at least bring 1080 60 fps Everybody is <laughs> pushing for 4K, and I still don't have a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell this time. No? Yes. <laughs> so, um, yes. for people out there, why don't you tell them where they can find you on the interwebs? Yeah. So, uh, basically, uh, YouTube.com/forward/slash/revatlus. That's where uh, you'll see bulk of my content. That's more towards the tech side of things. You'll see that uh, more uh, mostly it's content around smartphones or something digital. some electronic item stuff like that uh it's the same handle for instagram twitter facebook and you can also find me uh on sandeep sharma on uh, instagram that's s a r m a and uh, sandeep nine sharma on twitter so yeah if you like our stuff do do give us a thumbs up do hit the subscribe button as well and like shimon says uh, subscribe to pewdiepie as well <laughs> are you on myspace by any chance no no you know some people go there <laughs> Who, who who goes there? Terrible joke. I regret making that joke. <laughs> But yeah, it has been really great talking with you. Same man, same. I I I, same. I didn't realize that uh, it's been over an hour, but I had great fun talking to you as well. And uh, yes, like you said, it's it's good to see that you know how an informal conversation can go from A to MWC. Z, whatever you know. <laughs> from M W C. Escalate escalate quickly. Yeah, <laughs> it can escalate quickly. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's been great. Thanks for having me. Yes. Uh, looking forward to uh, doing this again sometime in the future as well. Yes, very soon. Yeah. And I'll see Thanks. you on the internet. <laughs> yes. Bye. <laughs> and that's all folks. That's all for this week's episode. I hope you liked it. And if you did, like, share, subscribe, do your thing. And I'll see you next week. Until then, stay awesome and if you have any feedback, critique or comments, do let me know. Hit me up on Twitter at @shimonips. That is S H I M O N I P S. You can also let me know whom I should bring next on the podcast. You never know; it might be anyone. Anyways, guys, that's it for me. I'll see you next week.